hey 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 what's up people i want to dinner my people ain't a me kilo shell it's your boy to aka tyc and i'm your host on this show the chronicles of an average nigeria and the goal of this show is just to talk about the ordeals we go through as a nigerian the sweet and the bitter side of being a nigerian and why we survive as a nigerian in this country as we all know it's not easy being a nigerian and it's not easy being a nigerian in nigeria and it's not easy being a nigerian outside nigeria and on this show we just have to talk about the things that make us survive and it's going to be a sweet one because we're going to mix pigeon we're going to mix yoruba bashing so yoruba no lashing mass of pigeon as we talk pigeon i'm going to talk english and i'm sure you guys are going to enjoy this show just sit back and enjoy thank you guys for your time Hey, 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 what's up, people? Anthony Kilon Shelley. I want a dinner, my people. It's your boy Toyosi, aka TYC, and I'm back again. I'm back again. Your favorite host is back again. And today we are going to be talking about how the poor learning environment in government owned schools aid corruption in those schools, like how the poor and devastating learning environment aids corruption in those schools like in those learning institutions i know you must be wondering how is that possible is this possible is corruption going on there and when i'm talking about government-owned schools like learning environment i'm not talking about only the higher institutions the universities the polytechnics the college of education this time around i'm taking it from the secondary school yeah you must be wondering secondary school care how come she corruption one secondary school she people they you know do runs for secondary school or more you're sitting on a long thing if you don't know things are going on yeah you must be wondering how do i know all this uh i just want to say okay let me let, let me start from here so I was opportune to undergo my NYC in a government-owned school, and to be honest, I saw a lot which I never believed was happening there. I only thought all this corruption goes on or happens in only higher institutions. And when I'm talking about higher institutions, I'm talking about the universities, the polytechnics, and the College of Education, whichever higher learning institution owned by the government i've never been to a you know i've never been to a government i've never attended a government like sorry i mean i've never attended a private owned university so i can't say how things have been done there but i've attended the government owned universities and i know what goes on there and also i attended a private school when i'm i i mean i attended a private secondary school and i know the difference of how things went down when i was in school when i was attending a private school a private secondary school to how things were when i went to serve and i saw how things were going on in the government's own secondary school man it's a long thing and talking and i just want to start from the poor learning environment it's devastating like it's poor i know many of us know how poor it is or probably we are seeing it from off i never knew it was this bad until i had the first hand experience seeing how the student cope in a class of about 120 students please how do you expect 
how do you how, how do you expect the teacher to control these classes like the population in these classes are way too much and aside the population of these student in classes the learning environment is terrible a class a class that shouldn't accommodate more than 30 students you have about 120 98 students sometimes there are some classes that have hundreds that contains hundreds students there are some classes that contains 120 students how do you expect the teachers to cope how do you expect them to teach these guys properly how will corruption not work in such environment yes there's no way corruption will work in such environment because the population is way too much in a secondary school that i remember when i was attending my own secondary school then though it was a private school like i said we were no more than 30 in our classroom and we had a b c and so they had to split us we had we had the we had the uh, the the hard student we had the commercial student and we had the science student and we were no more than 30 in each classes and i feel like that is the same condition every other student be it government owned schools should also enjoy even personally i, I i've heard about schools and i'm talking about international schools here whereby they said their students don't they don't they don't accommodate more than 12 or 11 students in a classroom so me being 30 in my own class then i still see that as wow so there are other students that they are not more than 10 12 15 in the class and also there are students whereby they are 20 i was 20 there are students whereby they are about 120 in a classroom it's terrible to be honest and i i, I witness how these teachers you know handle this student these teachers just and them in a way like i know thinking myself me only what para me and i can't blame them when you are in a class of about 120 students how do you want to even shout when you want to explain to them some nuisance i don't want to call them nuisance i'm sorry for using such word some of these students will be constituting nuisance in a section of the classroom where the classroom is going on and you have some students few of them trying to listen to what you are saying as the teacher is saying hey you there keep silent the one on the other edge is making noise how do these teachers even can undo them because the population is way way too much the population is not making any sense and it's 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 never making any sense to me to be honest because at the end of the day i realized most of the students are not serious most of the students are not serious at all and the few ones who are serious they go for extra lessons and they read outside what they are being taught in class because if you follow what is being taught in class my bro my sis these students are going to fail woefully and i'm sorry to say many of them fail a lot because these teachers teach them nothing and i can't blame these teachers too because i'm not i can't say these teachers are not trying they are trying i don't want to blame them like they are not trying they are actually trying to be very honest but the population in these classrooms are way too much for them to handle some teachers have to take about three classes 
in a day some take about four or five classes in a day and each classes are overpopulated please how do you expect this teacher not to be drained you taking just one class alone would drain you for the whole day and then you have about five more classes to teach so how and you guys might be wondering how is corruption working in these schools yeah due to the population and due to the poor learning environment these students don't actually read like majority of them don't read i realized some of the students tip their lecturers sorry i mean tip their teachers their classroom teachers to help them with giving them good grades and it's disappointing i witnessed this first and like they tip their teachers to give them good grades and their teachers even tell them if you want to pass better drop something these teachers also see them as an avenue of making money because they know the population is wild like a teacher can just go into a class today and tell them hey you guys should contribute so 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 amount of money and i want all the class all ss1 from a b c to wherever it ends i want you all to contribute such amount of money and if you want to if you know you want to pass you just have to do it and class captain ensure you write each and everyone's name that pays i actually thought these things like this scenarios only happens in high institutions the likes the universities the polytechnics and the likes of the college of education but i never knew such things also go on is also going on in secondary school to be very honest it's sad alone it's terrible i never expected such and when we look at it if you think if you think about it thoroughly i can't blame these teachers the wages they have been paid is terrible poor salaries most times they even hold them salaries and they see this as an avenue for them to sustain i know it's bad what they are doing is bad but i can't blame them when you have a bad system it affects everyone not just one sector alone everyone decides to be corrupt a lot of times i see these guys they be like you what do i have to read for when i can just you know tip this guy and he's going to pass me and we see teachers also saying you you are not my boy you because you are not dropping something for me it's not supposed to be so and that's on let's say that's on that that's that for secondary school sector for this for the secondary school side which i witnessed and i don't know if i'm very sure people attended public secondary schools i don't know maybe because um i don't know but i'm sure this population thing i'm not even talking about the corruption thing this overpopulation thing affects virtually almost everyone who attended public secondary school in virtually almost every state in nigeria and to be honest we really need the government to do something about this because as long as this overpopulation is there these teachers will definitely have this i don't care attitude because themselves they're not going kid if not me if i don't go one kid myself i will just do the one way i feel do 
and that is the truth i could just go class and if i enter class hello where's the board writer take write on the board next class we will explain next class when i get to the class when i when i go back to that class during the next next time i just tell where is the board writer write on the board we explain that's who we go they postpone the explaining the explanation because i can't shout they don't even have public address system so i can't even stress my voice to explain to them if i'm a teacher that's what i'm going to do and and that's fact because i can't kill myself so we need to be very honest the government needs to look into this providing a conducive environment for these kids and if we are being honest secondary school is one of the key foundation in the life of many students many students drop out from secondary school and it's the foundation they have the good foundation they have from that secondary school that keeps them going for life if they have a bad foundation from that secondary school it almost finishes them like it draws them back when people are taking when those that finish secondary school with good foundation when they take 10 steps ahead people who finish with bad you know foundation are back are five steps backward and this corruption of the thing in secondary school like it can easily be controlled if the bad conditions the bad learning conditions in these schools can be corrected and that's on that for the secondary school i know i know i said that's on that earlier but i find it like you know i find it really disheartening that secondary school school students are going through such bad ordeals it makes no sense to be very honest i see i see government-owned learning institutions as a dumping ground to be very honest now talking about the higher institution the school i attended during my end days they admitted one in my department accounting department they admitted 1800 yeah 1800 students please how do you expect <laughs> to be i know you must be laughing or you must be wondering how <laughs> how will the school admit in just one department one department and it's just a branch like nd nd1 they admitted 1800 students that's terrible they had to split us into three i think um i was opportune to be in a uh what do we call it group a we were 500 group b 500 group c 800 group c is just like the dumpy like we call them the last batch and you grouped us into five five hundred and eight hundred one thousand eight hundred and this classroom you provided for us can't even contain 200 students conveniently many a times i sit on the floor i sit on the floor before i can receive lectures before i can even find somewhere comfortable to sit i have to sit on the floor it's it's it, it's really terrible many times many a times you see students just hanging around outside the classroom outside the lecture rooms because they can't you know 
they can't stay in those terrible conditions and then me too sitting high sitting on the floor with my friends what you think say we did learn we just sit down we know they learn make nobody like, say we know sit down and make nobody like, say when they want to take attendance they go talk say people with me when they want to take attendance they feel say me they close door say people with the outside me they know take attendance and again when we have money lectures money lectures of which we are supposed to do by eight o'clock i will leave my house 6 30 a.m hoping to get to school before 7 30 so i'll be able to secure a seat in front or somewhere convenient my brothers and sister i will get to school before 7 30 and at the end of the day i'll still sit on the floor Please, how do you expect me sitting on the floor? How do you expect me to assimilate? I'm battling with dust. I'm battling with pains from sitting on concrete floors all over my buttocks, feeling pains up. Man, it's a terrible situation. And at the end of the day, you see students saying, Oh, mommy, I know if you fall on the sofa, the sofa, when on the sofa, me, I will just, me, I will just see those lecturers for back. Nothing, nothing concerned. Instead, make a follow on the sit down for you. I go go outside, go us, go streets, go us, find money. We are going to stay to them. And do you think I can blame this student? No, I can't blame them because this situation is terrible. My sister attends a private university and she tells me they are no more than 30 in their department. They are no more than 30. They are no more than 30 in their own department. So please tell me how a lecturer will be lecturing and these students will not even understand. Only a bastard will, will be in a class that has less than 50 students and still tell you that he or she did not learn anything. Only a bastard will say so. So it's 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 really a terrible it's really a terrible experience and to be very honest the government does not want to even really do anything about it i, I call government owned learning environment like government owned secondary schools high institutions university whatever whatever i call it a dumping ground because when it comes to innovations these schools are not even they can't even meet the teaching standard of most of these private owned schools. i can see the way my sis receives lectures like these guys are receiving lectures as if we watch american movies we watch korean movies and we see how their students receive lectures in classes we see how they adapt to digital they, they, they make their student adapt to digital learning ways like using your laptop having online classes doing research giving you assignments whereby you have to submit via your laptop via your student they have each of them have their student id and their student login this student login is not just a student it's not like student portal alone web they have each of them have a code they using they have a learning website whereby each of them have a code and password they're using signing in to receive lectures uh, uh, uh. The only thing we have in government school is our student portal. And our student portal is for us to pay our school fees and to check your results. That's all. 
card i don't know i don't know if i don't know if personally i feel like as long as they are terrible learning conditions in government owned schools this corruption of resort buying will continue to happen or influencing your grades with gifts and money to your teachers to your secondary school teachers and to your lecturers we keep on going on and it will keep on going from ages to ages from generation to generation it will never stop as long as we still have this poor learning environment the environment many of these government owned secondary school don't even have a well a well equipped science laboratories most of them don't even have a library anymore that's even that's that I, i'm even going too far many of not even many secondary schools our institution don't even have a good toilet as a student when you want to use the toilet you have to run into the bush how long do we have to go on and on and on in this bad learning environment okay fine if the government feel like they they, this, they need to get tuition fees from the students with the population yes there's the, the population is there and if you up the tuition fees a little bit and you ensure this the, the, the money generated is being used like it's being utilized people won't even complain about all these things a whole i don't want to i'm being forced like something is pushing me to name my high institution but i won't name it because a whole as mighty as the school is we don't have a toilet i've been pressed in that school about two or three times and i had to run into the bush to ease myself this is terrible like why do they make these schools a dumping ground because of my personal experience while in school i have decided like that none of my kids when i start having kids and when they start going to school they will surely go to a private primary and secondary school because because i attended a private primary and secondary school they will definitely attend the private university because what I experienced attending a, a government-owned polytechnic was terrible. From poor learning environment to resort buying to cultism to bullying and many more. It's it's it. I'm not saying there's no bullying e- everywhere. I'm not saying there's no bullying in nobody bullied me though but we saw people other people being bullied you know in class we saw how courtism ruined the lives of students innocent students killed initiated people who do not want to be initiated i'm i'm not sure like i can't say categorically that these things don't happen in private institutions but because of the reduced population they are easily they can easily be fished out and the kind of the kind of the kind of rigid 
um, rules and regulation they have and because of the limited population they have they can easily be cited the bad eggs can easily be cited out and be dealt with easily but in a school whereby only my department only my class have about 1800 students we have purchasing and supply those ones they are another dumping ground they have about 2000 we have marketing another 1008 we have architecture about 700 or 800 students please how do you want to even control the bad eggs how do you want to identify the bad eggs among them how do you want to make things right among the students is definitely impossible if it's either it's either the government decides to you know create new i don't know how to put it is it how the government decide to create or build more universities or build more in these present universities and polytechnics they have build more classes bushes bush just full everywhere see that bush that that bush or farm bush and farm just full everywhere places where they're supposed to be classroom they're no good classroom now bushes and farm now in full everywhere why and we are paying school fees it's not like we are not paying school we are not even enjoying the facilities we are supposed to enjoy and we are paying our fees as long if they can provide you know more classrooms and all it should have like assign more security agents i feel like students will be able to concentrate and learn better and also it will be easier to fish out the bad eggs among students a, cl- a class of with a population of about 1800 students the lecturer might be teaching the lecturer might be lecturing at the podium and you see some students creating nuisance at the back shouting hey, 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 who be this one i'll be that one by the time the lecturer said who is that for in, in the population of 1800 how you won't take no who they make noise and who know they make noise it's impossible but you have a classroom whereby you have students of about um let's say 100 it will be easier for you because yeah it 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 it's an higher institution 100 is way too much so let's say 50 in a classroom it will be easy for the lecturer to even pick point and in a class of no more than 50 people then nobody will make you make noise because you know see them they even catch you and it will be easy for the lecturer to even catch you to get to it easy it will be easier for them to even them go even catch you you know be say a class of no more than 50 with this one i know past 50 even if i know past 100 self i go reach everybody it could be easy to catch you so you know go even want constitute nuisance you know go one use yourself you know go one disgrace yourself oh if i feel i share you won't want to disgrace yourself that's what it means and it's 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 really it's really it's really a pressing issue that should really be looked into like real quick and i would like to call it a day here and i hope you guys enjoyed it and i hope i touched the necessary part to be very honest if you're an adult and you want to put your child or your or your kid whichever one you want to put them into schooling please 
anywhere with the money they just try find out put your picking for private school i beg and private school get grade though put them for better private school they go put them for for grade three private school i beg we have the grade two and we have the grade a we are like we have the grade a those are the international schools and we have the grade b those are for the average people whereby just they teach us they teach your kids still the same way the only difference is say where they they be say they know they receive lectures their classes inside is autumn or party and some other petty petty things where they say international schools get and where them no get but those grade b they still teach them very well no go put your picking for grade c or this grade c this school no go get window the only difference between grade C and government school be say population no today they grade C or population they, the way we grade uh, government school theory they tattered and we they they take we government school take the jaga jaga now so grade C said they they jaga jaga because they never reach there all these people will be say they're not supposed to get secondary school they're not supposed to get past lesson they go see themselves for open secondary school so, <laughs> so I beg no put your picking there. it's it's really a great song and if i feel like if the government do not look into this real quick the educational standard of government schools it's even going down let it's even going down if we are being honest yeah we st- i know we still have the juniors it's like those who are very very brilliant but when you look at them they do not rely on what the teachers or the lecturers teach them they do personal research they go for extra lessons outside i remember when i was in school i don't even listen to what the lecturer said because i see no need they are too i am not i'm not even comfortable so after my lectures i i ensure i buy all the textbooks i make sure i read those textbooks I go for extra lessons, like I go for extra classes. I even call my friends that I know, oh, this lady or this guy is good in this course. I call them that, oh, please, can you come teach me at home? I said, don't worry, I'll pay for your transport and all. And that's how I learned and that was how I did my thing. Even though the school, at the end of the day, they did their own thing too for me. All I know is I did my thing and I graduated. I give God the glory for that. The thing is, majority there are majority of other students who can't, who are not, who can't even afford or who don't have the luxury I had to go for extra lessons, to have my friends like half scholars come to my place to come lecture me. We have we have other students who does not have the luxury, like they can't even afford to tip their friend like you bro, can you come to my place? Don't worry, I'll pay for your transport, don't worry, I'll provide for your lunch, don't worry, I'll provide this and that for you. Okay, what do you want? I will provide it for you. There are a lot of students who don't even have the luxury of even buying textbooks because they don't not because they don't want to, but because they can't afford it. All they only rely on is what the lecturer teaches them in class and what they jot down. So I feel like a lot needs to be done. A lot needs to be done to make things work. 
and i said we're going to call it a day earlier and we are really going to call it a day here and i hope you guys enjoyed this one we might be doing a part two and this time around it's going to be an interactive section there might be two or three i don't know yet depends if they if my friends that i want to bring on the show you know will acknowledge my invite so i just want to say thank you guys have a great day and i hope you guys enjoyed this one peace out people